podcast series will be speaking to industry leaders from various business verticals and understand their approach towards marketing and growth. We'll be focusing on key aspects like customer acquisition, retention, engagement, personalization, among others, and provide key insights to our community of marketers and product owners. This is your opportunity to learn and emulate these learnings in your campaigns and marketing initiatives to churn exceptional results. In the modern day market, it has become essential for all verticals to offer a seamless and consistent cross-platform experience to users. With the plethora of platforms and channels in use today, it is imperative to connect all of them. This rings especially true for fashion and lifestyle retailers possessing both physical stores as well as online outlets. Welcome to Growth Maestros by Mo Engage. I'm your host Rajeshi, and in this episode, we will try to peel back the layers of a connected customer experience, merging the physical and digital channels. How brands can do so, along with use cases and examples from one of the biggest and most renowned fashion and lifestyle retailers in the Middle East, Red Tag. To help us understand more, we have a very special guest with us today, Mr. Mabu Preza, CRM Re- Manager at Red Tag. Welcome to the podcast, Mabu. How are you doing? Thank you, Raj. I'm good. Thank you for having me here on the podcast. Awesome. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's great to have you on the podcast. We're looking forward to a very insightful session. Uh, Mabu, before we begin, why don't you give us a brief introduction to your background, your current job role, and any interesting use case that you have helped resolve in the past in your career so far? Sure, sure, Raj. Uh, I'll start with where I am right now. So I'm part of Red Tag, which is a fashion uh, retail organization spread across the GCC countries uh, with more than 200 stores. It is predominantly an uh, offline retailer and now venturing into online retail as well. Our primary market is uh, KSA. And I am representing the CRM in the organization. I had the CRM function where we talk to our customer, maintain a relationship with our customer. And that's the primary role that I am entitled over there. Uh, prior to joining RedTech, I was working with PricewaterhouseCoopers. Uh, I was, it, it, the job at RedTech is very, very different than what I was doing at uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers. I was there working with uh, clients from the banking and financial services organizations, helping them to transform them on the digital aspect, on the technology, as well as on the business aspect. Uh, I have uh, done my MBA in marketing and finance from XLI Jamshedpur. And prior to that, I worked with Fidelity Investments. So I have been more on the uh, financial advisory side and recently moved to the retail side. And I think there is a great convergence of what I bring from the consulting to what uh, the retailer like uh, red tag requires so it's it's a convergence of uh, consulting and execution which i see here and experience here day in and day out right right um, and on on the on the use case part i would say that uh, prior to joining red tag i have been working with multiple clients helping them solve problems for their organization Right. And uh, more, more than use case, I would say any strategic shift that I would like to talk. One was specifically about uh, a bank in Nepal where they were struggling to find new customers and they were predominantly offline based organization uh, where they used to onboard 
all their customer through offline channels. And one of the advices and uh, implementation support that we provided was how do they transition from off pure offline to offline plus online uh, organization for acquiring customer and then servicing them from uh, that pool of customer for their different products. So we, we devised a product uh, for them, which was purely digital in nature. And that was used a very good, as a very good tool for acquiring customers who were purely digital savvy. And they were looking for a product uh, which, which for them, the digital convenience that uh, we require today. And that's how they penetrated deep into the market where they were not present. And that's how uh, they grew more than 100 hundred percent year on year for the next two years and this was something we did in 2018 and I, I feel that that was a use case uh, worth mentioning oh brilliant brilliant absolutely absolutely I think uh, there's quite a few takeaways from there you know um, serving the the digital savvy and the and the digital first customers and what you guys implemented over there um, thanks for sharing that with the with absolutely the just to add that I think the convergence of uh, online and offline is something which is not, you know, uh, the need of ours for retail in in fashion retail only, uh, as I can see from my previous experience also, it has always been a business driver for multiple industry and banking was one of the industry where we tried it and it uh, turned out to be a very, very uh, helpful proposition for them. Right. Right, absolutely. Uh, we will talk more about that, Mahbub, as we uh, as we as we go deep into the session. Uh, but before that, um, uh, is uh, just curious: is there any particular habit or hobby um, that you picked up during the quarantine while all of us are uh, being quarantined and working from home, uh, and that you are carrying with you, you know, into twenty twenty one? Yeah, I think uh, very interestingly you put it, and uh, I think the most important thing that I have been always running away from my you know routine or regime was staying fit i mean I, I never used to put a lot of stress on fit i knew that it is important but that was something which i was uh, not able to practice because of the time constraint and because of the commute that uh, i used to do in mumbai back then but uh, this quarantine gave me that uh, extra nudge to uh, transform my uh, thought of being fit to actually uh, being fit and I have you know tremendously benefited from this and now I have uh, maintained it since last uh, couple of months and this is helping me to get that extra one hour that you get in because of being fit so there's, there's a concept I, I don't know whether you're aware that the 25th hour so if you stay fit you'll get the extra one hour despite you know putting your one hour for the fitness, you get that extra one hour, which is your 25th hour. And that's why I can experience that after I have started staying fit, staying, uh, you know, healthy, that is, there is an extra one hour that I've got in my 24 hour daytime. And that is helping me achieve certain uh, goals, which I could not have achieved because of the lack of fitness. So that's an important thing that I carry up. 
awesome awesome brilliant thanks for sharing that i i wasn't aware of the 25th hour thing so i'm sure a lot of our listeners would not be aware as well so thanks for sharing that with us uh, really good insight there uh, mahbub so uh, moving on mahbub uh, getting right into the topic of the discussion today uh, first things first and this is like a very obvious question how do you define a connected experience because you were you know talking about bridging the offline and the online experience for different retailers as well as the banking channels that you mentioned so um, and and how do you seamlessly merge the different uh, offline and the online channels uh, could you give us maybe a case study or an example to better illustrate the point yeah sure see there are different definition that different people have and to be a very precise my definition of connected experience is that any experience in which a customer during his or her shopping journey does not explicitly feel or experience the channel okay rather it just experience the brand is what i would call a connected experience what i mean that irrespective of channel whatever is the brand uh, promises brand offering that you experience across the channel in a very very consistent manner is what i would say a connected experience right okay. so when when a customer is talking to a brand he doesn't have to differentiate between whether they are you know talking to the brand through online channel or through offline channel his or her experience as well as the expectation from the brand does not changes right, right. so if i am shopping with let's say tag and if they offer something in store and if they do not offer the same experience online for example if a if red tag offers anytime anywhere exchange in the store and if they do not offer the same experience online that means there is something which is not i would say the seamless connected experience right 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 fair enough so yeah yeah, yeah. and that's that's and that there could be multiple ways to look at it how how do you uh, merge the two is what you asked as a second question yes yeah, is, yeah. is that right how do you how do you merge the offline and the online channel yes so uh, i would say that it is easier said than done it is uh, of course one of the most difficult uh, thing that retailers are trying to decode and uh, the way i see it is any any interaction or any engagement that a customer has with your brand can be divided into two areas one is the transactional experience that is when they are shopping they are purchasing any they they can you know buy certain things online and return it offline everything related to transaction that is purchase should be involved in that particular aspect right and more or less i would say that uh, most of the retailer are focusing on taking care of the seamlessness of the transactional experience right right so most of the retailer would like to offer that whatever customer can get it online they should be able to buy offline as well if they buy online they should be able to uh, return offline if they have you know uh, selected something online they should be able to come and experience in the and in the store and buy that so this this is this is one thought of uh, area 
one area of thought and the second one is providing non transactional experience in an omni channel way right wow. now what does that mean there are certain services that brands offer beyond the product purchase servicing right uh, as a brand like ours offers fashion stylist as a service right. they also offers uh, services like uh, uh, like uh, listening where you want to so they 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 offer the customer a flexibility to mm-hmm. come and talk to the brand anytime anywhere and in any channel okay. now how do we enable these engagement across the channels now if i have to take the example of fashion stylist we have an individual in the store now how do we bring that individual element or the fashion uh, advisor online is mm-hmm. is the aspect of omni channel engagement that we have to look towards to solve the true connectivity or true seamlessness of the online and offline connection right right fair enough i think um, yeah that, that that completely makes sense mabu um, viana in terms of uh, bringing those two experiences together and the and the and the scenario that you just explained to us so mabu as a follow up to this question um, you know are there any critical factors or key points to be considered while merging the offline and the online channels like you just mentioned to create a truly omni channel connected user experience and if you could give us an example to better uh, you know understand the point that you are trying to prove yeah raj i think uh, there are three points which i think is really important and is uh, uh, is a consideration that every retailer or every product manager should take care of while they are designing or creating an offline and online integrated channel okay uh, the first one is of course the consistency of the experience that is delivered across the channel okay for example if there is a policy that you offer in the store which is something like anytime anywhere exchange Mm-hmm. you should be able to offer that to all the customer irrespective of whichever channel they are offering right, right. similarly second second way of looking at it could be if you have a customer who has enrolled in your loyalty program mm-hmm. in the store and right. they have earned certain points while purchasing in the store and now they have become your online customer they should be able to burn it on the ecom or online channel as well so irrespective of the channel those experiences has to remain consistent across the channel right. the second thing is relevance and contextualization of the experience now everything that we offer in a particular channel we may not offer this experience or or the proposition in the same manner as we are offering it in a particular channel like i spoke about fashion stylist right. now fashion stylist when we offer a service in our store it is in the form of human being providing a human providing a personal and uh, and a dedicated support for fashion styling of the customer right. Right? right now when when that service comes on our online channel that cannot be purely human because it 
it will not be scalable right we would like to have some technology interventions which could enable the customer to use our fashion styling services in a very very seamless manner and then when they require some human or agent support we should be able to transition from that aspect to a human or agent based support for fashion styling got so it that's, so that's the relevance and the contextualization the right. third thing i think is the most important thing is that keeping customer at the center of whatever we are doing a lot of time we always think that because we have to integrate the two channels we often get ourselves lost into the focus of integrating the two channel rather than keeping ourselves focused towards what the problem of customer we are trying to solve and that's very very important when we are designing the to be process for any uh, integrated channel right right so um, you know talking about integrated channels um, is there any specific channel that has worked out really well for red tag um, as a fashion retailer or like what do you um, like what what aspect do you think would apply to brands in the similar space like retail or fashion retail so i think one of the channel that we have definitely experienced picking up in the last one year especially after covid is uh, conversational channels mm-hmm. like uh, whatsapp or bots or any other channel where the conversation is driving the entire uh, customer journey right. and why we we did uh, analyze why why did it happen why did people prefer more uh, such conversational channel okay. and i would say why it was very impactful and very effective because we we kind of tracked the behavior or kpis of the customer pre usage of that particular channel and post usage of that particular chain channel okay. and compared with the business uh, level kpi of the customer and there was dramatic difference okay the customer who experienced such conversational channel exhibited a very very improved kpis like their atv was high their uh, their frequency the, they were uh, shopping with us more and more frequently their uh, number of product used to be pretty high even without seeing or feeling the product in actual right so the conversational aspect like whatsapp based uh, shopping or bot based shopping is something which we 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 see a a new channel that is emerging as not just for communicating with the customer but also for selling product even in the retail space like ours and right. the only challenge i see with uh, such uh, such channel is that what should be the right balance of automation and human led intervention because there there is certain aspect of human led intervention which the customer really enjoys right and then there is certain aspect of automation that is required for scaling up the whole whole uh, initiative or whole channel in general so there has to be a balance is what we feel 
right right so i think um, since you bring up uh, the topic of conversational uh, you know um, channel as a, as a sort of uh, go to uh, go to channel for you know uh, reaching out to the customers or engaging them so you mentioned about uh, chat based uh, uh, chat based uh, activities as well so um, you know coming back to the last point that you shared uh, sort of a fashion uh, uh, uh you know a fashion expert guiding you or giving you a look like you mentioned so is that yes. something that you are already exploring with the chatbot uh, or is that something that is currently in the road work or how is that yeah so uh, this is something which uh, we are exploring because we as a brand are offering fashion stylist services across our stores and and now we are in the process of uh, revamping our entire uh, e-commerce experience and that's where we we intend to live by the promises that we have given to our customer by offering all the services that are there in the store should be available on the website on the e-commerce as well and yes you're right we are in the process of uh, architecting the solution and figuring out how do we need to kind of uh, manage the fashion stylist services Right. Offer it in a even more enhanced manner for a customer who is sitting at the at the home and trying to avail our services. Because remember, if we are talking about those customer who might be, you know, uh, shopping with us at twelve in the night or maybe two in the night. Mm-hmm. So how do we provide an experience which is automated yet relevant for them? Right. when the when the agent is not there or the stylist is not there so those those are the finer finer uh, nuances that we are working along and i think hopefully we'll will be able to nail it as well awesome awesome uh, wish you all the best on this uh, journey um, i i'm sure you guys will do a tremendous job and like it 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 is really interesting to see how you guys are going from here and uh, yeah i guess all eyes will be on you so best of luck to you and your team and Thank uh, you. we'll see some great uh, results soon so mabub talk to me a little more about the approach to building a connected customer experience like previously you mentioned the critical points that one should consider but how does a brand go about approaching you know the whole building of a connected customer experience what advice would you give to people who are trying to merge the offline and the online channels to provide a truly omnichannel experience to the users sure raj i think that was a that's a very interesting question and i think a lot of retailers are a lot of retailers and practitioners like us are uh, you know trying to figure out ways to nail this uh, approach while this itself is a journey it, it is never an uh, event that once it is done it is done it will never happen that it, it's it's a evolving journey you you continuously strive to achieve a better and well defined connected uh, experience but there there is a framework that i would uh, like to share with the audiences and uh, that's what we at pwc or be it in red tag i have always ex- tried to use this framework to build certain experiences which we are talking about so the first thing in that uh, is how do you identify the touch points so work out with the cross functional teams and identify the touch points where the customer interacts with you or possibly can interact with you mm-hmm. so the customer may not be interacting with you today in that particular uh, channel or 
that particular moment, but right. tomorrow the customer might interact with you. So it is always good to anticipate where the customer interaction could happen. And of course, map out where it is happening today. Once you have the lay of the land, what all possible touch points are there, then the second stage is to develop a target state for your interaction or touch point experience design. So in order to design that, you have to take care of the brand framework. That is how and what your brand offers. What are the policies? What are the brand promises? And then most importantly that we talked about was consistency of the experience that you want to maintain across the channel. And finally, what is that your customer expects from you? And how simply you can offer that across the channel. Considering all these aspects, you design the target state, right? right? And the final, final aspect is the most important aspect is how do you operationalize or execute this design or target state that you have envisioned for the connected experience. And I think uh, I use a, a very robust operating target operating model framework to design a operating plan for enabling any strategy or blueprint that I envisage as a target state. And there are six components to it. The first is the process architecture. So how, what should be the processes to enable you to achieve the blueprint or the target state that you've envisioned for your uh, connected experience design? The second is what are the capabilities that you need? You need to identify the capabilities that you need to achieve the target state that you've envisioned. Right. Third is what are the organizational setups? I mean, what are the functions? What are the peoples who will support you, right? Third is, fourth is the technology that will be required to fuel the entire target state, right? In right. order to achieve, we are not talking only about people and process. We need to understand what is the technology that will be required. Right. right. And the last one is the people and the culture. You also have to take care of the cultural sensitivity of the organization in order to offer the target state that you're looking for, right? Right. How, how do you measure those, uh, uh, those improvements or those uh, experiences is also equally important. So you need to have a well-defined measures and KPI around those framework. Those numbers, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Cool. I think this will be really helpful for a lot of people, uh, you know, who were actually looking for a framework. For, so really um, amazingly explained there, Mahbub, uh, and thanks for that. Uh, you know, moving on, uh, one one point that you mentioned in the previous questions, which I kind of, uh, you know, plant, uh, glance over, which is, you know, you mentioned that uh, along with the rise of conversational um, sort of activities or conversational sort of marketing where people are talking to, uh, where the customers are talking to the brand across different channels like Facebook, like WhatsApp, for example, or, um, or, or across even on different social media channels. So there has been a rise of, uh, you know, um, the role 
the role of social media itself has changed from um, a platform where you know i can go and show my offer uh, or my discount rather than that people are actually selling over the social media you see with the advent of the d2c brands that we'll talk about in a little while uh, so do you uh, what how do you mention the role that is played by social media in helping a retail brand like yourself and in general retail um, as a vertical yeah so uh, raj i think you have uh, raised a very important question because a lot of brands uh, of late uh, even till last year they were not very very uh, confident about the use of or uh, capability of social media in delivering the business benefit they always uh, considered social media as a channel where they are there are a lot of people and they just come to know about the product or 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 the brand so it was primarily used as a medium for creating awareness but i think uh, now the needle has moved for a lot of retailers and they are now using it uh, to progress it further in the sales funnel that that is most of the retailers are looking at social media not just for creating the awareness but also creating consideration for the customer and a lot of them are also using this for directly selling the product as you mentioned so uh, in my understanding and in the way we are leveraging social media it is a, a very very important medium for us to reach out to our customer there are there are uh, uh, roughly four areas i would say in which we are using social media right now okay. and of course there are other uh, other aspects that can be explored further but right now in my experience we are using social media to of course uh, you market our product or target our customer or look alike of the customers on various digital platforms so that is the standard thing that most of the agencies support uh, retailers for and retailers use the services to target the customers then second is we use our handles to you know propagate certain information offers or more of a of a of a i would say platform which can disseminate information about the brand to our customer mm-hmm. as well as take their feedbacks on those uh, offerings products whatever we have at that particular moment of time like for example if we have any new collection that is coming any uh, any i would say launches we would rather go on social media than on other channel to tell our customer about it and take the direct feedback from them right so that's one uh, area the third is we are also leveraging social media to use our influencers to influence at a micro and macro level right and we also have a concept of brand ambassador who are essentially our customers who uses social media to influence for red tag so that's uh, that's another area and the fourth one i would say is uh, uh, it's a channel where we uh, tell our customer that no matter where we are there to listen to you so social media is definitely the easiest channel where the customer can raise their grievances if they don't like anything they can always talk to us even on social media and we we are not shy of accepting that we we have done we may have done something uh, which customer not may not have 
felt the right and we intend to correct that so uh, that's one other avenue or channel which we use to understand the customer's sentiment and respond to them to address their concerns right right so uh, th that kind of segues brilliantly into the next question which was you know what is the impact of influencer marketing and social selling on platforms like instagram particularly for a fashion retailer like yourself i think uh, uh, for us uh, influencers uh, carries a lot of weight for us i would say because we are penetrated into a very deeper uh, geographies of middle east right. where a lot of people are not uh, you know the media savvy in fact you will be surprised that we are present in in the villages of saudi arabia in a lot of remote areas where local influencers really create an impact they are able to create that awareness about the brand they also uh, are able to influence the decisioning of customer in terms of what they should be buying and i'll i'll tell you why i'm saying there are certain products which are influencers uses while you know posting their pictures or videos and we have seen tremendous spike in the sale of those products oh nice nice and uh, and and uh, there are certain stores where the influencers go and do certain activity and there there are certain uh, evidences that mm -hmm. the traffic of those stores spikes up whenever there is some uh, influencer activities so definitely it is not just about creating awareness now it has graduated from creating awareness to you know uh, kind of influencing the consideration or to to help the traffic or the footfall itself in the store i would say right right that means not just uh, it's not just of online that they are influencing they are even influencing the customer pull for the offline stores now oh nice like could you explain maybe like what is happening on that front so so on that front as i told you that we uh, uh, very often do some influencer activities across our stores and they do a live session with their followers right just looking at the video or you know seeing whatever she had to say there are a lot of people who comes to the store just hearing what she had said and they actually come and buy from our stores and we see an immediate spike because of the activity right right makes sense makes sense makes perfect sense so um you know like like you mentioned there are certain organizations that uh, uh, mostly uh, have taken that route of you know depending directly on social media as a selling tool um, like the direct to consumer brands or the d2c or right. d2c brands so um, do, do you plan on taking that approach at any time in the in in, in the near future or like is that is that something that is put on hold or like how is that situation so so from from our perspective i think what uh, we offer is we offer an experience to a customer in our region by you know pulling them to the store and providing shopping as an experience right so when they come to our store it is not just buying of the product but there is an experience a lot of people come with the family they experience uh not just in our store by buying but they also experience while they are in the mall so uh, d2c while the 
proposition itself is very lucrative but at the moment there there are no very strong plans to leverage it if at all we will want to leverage we would leverage it for uh, selling certain product products which are very standard in nature which are you know kind of uh, uh, required at a very repeated number of time by the customer like something something on i would say cosmetic side mm-hmm. right the the customer knows what they want to buy and they would require it time and again so right. they, they they would probably order on d2c channel and get it delivered but for other products like apparel they would like to see it from different angle they would like to feel it and that's that's something which we intend to Uh, you know offer them when they are coming to the store so it's the experience that uh, they look forward and that's what we have been delivering so hence uh, as of now d2c is not uh, something which is a priority for us right yeah cool um yeah no but this totally makes sense because if this is something that uh, uh, you know um, is is maybe an additional on top of that then yeah the building it would help but uh, makes sense makes sense mahabu so uh, as a retail chain how do you utilize your loyalty program because i've been dying to talk to you about loyalty um, as 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 this you know user acquisition channel or rather yeah. than referral channel so how do you utilize your ro- loyalty program as a customer engagement and relationship magnet not just from the acquisition or the retention side but like a mm-hmm. engagement magnet so i think it's a very good question raj and uh, loyalty program is definitely one of the most important uh, levers that we have in which we are able to enroll people enroll our customer and understand their customer behavior and to a large extent we are able to analyze and take actions around those uh, aspect of loyalty needs which the customer exhibit over the journey with uh, the brand now if i uh, if i come to your question specifically what is that we use our loyalty program for the first in first uh, important thing is to engage with our customer right so it definitely creates a lever for us to help engage with our customer that we do by rewarding them that we do by understanding whatever they are shopping is there any incremental benefit that can be given to them and the way we have structured our program is such that we end up giving more and more as the customer shops more and more with us so the program is structured in a way that it not just ask everything from the customer in fact it gives back to the customers as well right right yeah cool um yeah i think that that perfectly makes sense and uh, the way you described it as well um, you know you the in the the customer gets something at the end of the day which they deserve and uh, it makes perfect sense so as a follow up to this question and the last question in our session today which has been really really insightful so far mahbub is how can loyalty programs be used to improve the ltb uh, and and as well as how big of a role does it play especially for retail brands like i think you have covered a, a section of it already in your discussion uh, of the mm. of the last question but if you could just let us know how how big of a role does it play especially for retail brands um, um, 
in in your specific geography of middle east sure sure so in my experience if i have to say loyalty program is a very important lever as i told you and uh, there's a quick uh, information that i would like to share see we try to uh, understand the behavior of the customer who has who have experienced loyalty benefits and those customer who are part of our loyalty program but have never experienced the loyalty benefits i mean they chose not to uh, experience although they have a lot of uh, loyalty points or any other benefits accumulated in their accounts but they never experience and there is a sharp difference between the behavior and the ltv of those two bucket of the customer right. the customer who has uh, experienced loyalty program who keeps redeeming the loyalty program we have seen the annual uh, value of the customer that they give to the business is significantly higher i would say more than 40% higher than those customer who do not engages on the loyalty front with the brand although they both are platinum customer but one customer who has been redeeming the point shows a very very high ltv as compared to the customer who has shopped with us i would say frequently but mm-hmm. not as frequently as those customer who have been redeeming and are also platinum right so our hypothesis is that if a customer experiences the loyalty benefit he or she will be more valuable for the brand and hence uh, in our uh, in all our endeavor we we try to uh, uh, reward the customer we try to nudge the customer and we try to let them know that uh, these are the benefits that are there at their disposal whenever they want to uh, avail them they can avail it and and i would say that uh, certain aspect of uh, loyalty program are important to make it even more impactful like if if you provide uh, if you provide your customer the option to earn anywhere and burn anywhere Mm-hmm. if you provide surprise uh, gifts to your customer or any surprise element to your customer right or 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 you know if you get in touch with them on a personal level on certain occasion and offer them something which they are not expecting all this create a a engagement which uh, can which you can never imagine that the kind of business value it creates right. so this the the nutshell or the crux of the matter is that beyond hard benefit which is our points and other things we also need to offer our customer with the soft benefits or the personal touch and that's where the real engagement takes place and the real and leading to real loyalty of the customer right right i think uh, again brilliantly explained like the rest of the session today um, uh, mabub thank you so much for joining us today um, and is there anything is there any last uh, take away that you would like to leave our audience with today in terms of not just connected experience but uh, crm as a whole no i think uh, thank you so much for uh, this opportunity raj and i think uh, the whole idea of uh, any customer experience or crm or customer relationship management 
is that how effectively we are able to connect with the customer on a personal basis see a lot of uh, retailer or even in in case of uh, my experience with working with a lot of people we uh, misunderstand the notion of personalization or personal uh, touch we always think that uh, if we are able to you know uh, call our customer with their name it is a personalization but personalization is not just that personalization is understanding the customer with the data that you generate from various sources whether it's your transaction whether it's your uh, interaction which are non transactional in nature and offer them something meaningful so it's all about using your understanding about the customer which you get from various means and sources to offer something very very relevant and meaningful for them that's where the true magic of engagement happens right absolutely absolutely really really great insights there again mabu thank you so much for taking your time and um, i'm 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 sure our community of marketers and product owners will greatly benefit from all the learnings and insights that you have shared with us today um, i hope you had a great time as well um, because it was really really insightful and the kind of uh, kind of points that you put forward across uh, along with the use cases obviously would be really helpful for everyone listening in today um, again thank you so much for taking your time thank out. you raj thank you so much for having me it was it was really great uh, having this session with you today for the rest of the folks listening in uh, see you on the next episode till then it's a goodbye from me and mabu take care and stay safe